The College Football Experience Oregon State Beavers 2022 season preview episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bets today. We're also brought to you by IP Vanish. IP Vanish is the official VPN of SGPN and they're offering 70% off. If you go to IPVanish.com slash SGP, that's IPVanish.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by SGPN discord. Yes. Make sure to check out our new discord server. It's the perfect place to interact and sweat out bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just go to sports gambling slash discord. Hey, what's up? You degenerate gamblers. This is bill Burr and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome. Welcome to the college football experience. Oregon State Beavers 2022 season preview episode. My name is Colby Swinging Dead to Base Dead, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick, this is a pick. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I smoke and I drink and. Um... I don't have stress and I'm healthy. <laughs> they got a chainsaw, a turnover chainsaw. You know, I like the Oregon State Beavers. Fire up the chainsaw because I love Jonathan Smith. I love what he's been building. I think he's one of the more underrated coaches. If you look at when he left Washington, Peter's offense went to trash. I'm telling you, I'm excited about talking about the Oregon State Beavers because they belong in the Power Five. Fuck USC, fuck UCLA for putting them in this spot. I am joined by my co-host. Give it up for former, former JMU Duke defensive back, the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, I got something. I got. I'll dial you up some stuff. Oh yeah. We are talking Oregon State Beaver. Football, Patty C, one of my favorites. Subscribe. We're on YouTube. You should be subscribed over there. If not, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts because the Beavers, Jonathan Smith, has been getting this. When he took over this program, it was awful, Patty C. They were in a bad spot. Short of Kansas, I think it might have been the worst Power Five. One and 11 the year before he came. And they remember they were just plugging guys in the defense. They didn't have enough defensive backs at one point. Like they have been fixing it up, Patty C. Fixing it up. Two and ten in year one, five and seven in year two. Then the COVID year where they had everything going against them. Two and five, but all five of their losses. uh, I think four of the five by a touchdown or less, and the fifth one was by ten. Finally got his breakthrough last year. Seven and six last year, and this year I really kind of like what they got going on in Corvallis, Patty C. So I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. Nice beaver. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Shout out to Frank Drebin. What do you make of this guy? What do you make of this team? What do you make of Jonathan Smith? 
Uh, it's a Chris Peterson guy. Well, first off, he played quarterback at Oregon State, won a Fiesta Bowl, smacked the tar out of Notre Dame. Uh, but what, what do you make of him? Uh, well, let's see. His coaching uh, went from Oregon State graduate assistant to Ohio or Idaho, rather, to Montana, Boise, Washington, and then Oregon State. So he He's is a Chris a, Peterson guy. Yeah. He is a man of the Pacific Northwest. That's for sure. He's uh, a damn good coach, I think. Uh, you know, uh, we've commented on this uh, before. Generic name makes him not have like stood out to me, you know, before. But you've been hyping him. You know, there's been a couple guys that you've been hyping. Obviously, uh, Chris Creighton, Lance Leipold, um, a few others. I, I know Skip Holtz was your guy for a long time. U.S. And USFL champion. Subscribe to the USFL. There you go. And Jonathan, uh, well, former Mike Riley, formerly yes. uh, Oregon State, had yes. a nice year for. Yes. Uh, what was it? The uh, Generals. Yeah, all comes back around, buddy. But Jonathan Smith, uh, I'm still learning a lot about this guy from you, and I'm going to be watching more closely this year because it does appear that they have a bit of a team here, don't they? They do. They do. And let's let's just hop into it, buddy. Because when you look at this offense, first off, I think most people think they're a finesse team. That's because they don't watch Oregon State, but offensive coordinator Brian Lindgren came over from Colorado. He was Mac, Mike McIntyre, offensive coordinator. Uh, six starters back on offense, 44th in scoring offense, 19th in the nation in running the ball, Patty C, in rush offense. Power football in the Pacific Northwest. Cal runs it. Well, Stanford was for a while. They got a little finesse last year, but we'll see if they get Oregon back to State. it. Oregon. How about Oregon? Oregon pounding yeah. the rock. Uh, 80th in pass offense. See, most people would think Oregon State would probably be top 20 pass offense and probably 80th in rush offense. Not the case. Overall, 42nd best offense in the country. And guess what? Their starting quarterback, Chance Nolan, he's back. His ba- their backup quarterback, Tristan Gebbia, he's back. They got two capable quarterbacks, Patty C. So even if they get an injury, they're, they got some consistency there. Chance Nolan, solid stats, 64% passing. 8.2 adjusted yards per attempt, 19 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. Solid. Well, he's only going to get better because guess what? Four of five offensive linemen return led by left tackle Joshua Gray. I mean, they, they have a pretty good offensive line, and I think they're going to have great success running the ball. Three, well, let me make sure I have this right. Yeah, three second team preseason all conference offense alignment. Watch out. I'm telling Joshua you. Joshua Gray, Jake Levengood, and Brandon Kibber. If they just improve throwing the ball a little bit, but I think the run will open that up. They also bring back besides four or five, Patty C, they bring back their tight end, Luke Musgrave. So pretty much five of six. Who's also fourth <laughs> yes. team preseason all conference. So studs across the offensive line. Now the run game. Yeah, it's gonna be, I think, a little bit of hodgepodge, a little bit of mixture of uh we got Deshaun Fenwick, a South Carolina transfer from the year before, not this year, the year before coming in. And then they went out and got a transfer in the portal, Jameis Griffin. And then they also have true freshman Damian Martinez, who they're really excited about. I think no matter what, whoever's running behind this offensive line is going to be solid. I think it's going to be Fenwick, the South Carolina transfer, but we'll see. Fenwick, uh, Fenwick got a little burn last year. Second yeah. leading rusher, 448 yards, 5.7 yards per rush. Yeah. Not the touchdown guy. He'll probably take over for Baylor as the, uh, or uh, yeah. Touchdown guy this year. Yeah. Uh, just one of three wideouts back though. And that's Trishon uh, Harrison. So the receivers a little bit of a, a little bit of a question mark, but Hey, the run game will open up the pass game. Now the question is they are balanced. They that's kind of their approach run to set up the pass. Yeah. Chris Peterson. 
Chris yeah. Peterson. That's kind of what he did with Doug Martin. Yeah. Even though yeah. he had uh what's his name? I think when you get to that point, uh, who is the Dallas Cowboys offense coordinator? Kellen Moore. When he had yeah. more, he could set up the pass, the run with the pass, or he could set up the pass with the run. But generally speaking, I think you're right. I think he preferred to be classic and run the ball. Yeah. And the real question, the real problem has been, and, and obviously I alluded to this right away when Smith first took over, he actually didn't have enough defensive backs. He was using wide receivers as defensive backs. Uh, I remember reading that article and he's really, uh, he, he, he would, he was even on record saying like our defense is miles away from where I want it to be. Yeah. Um, and it, that has been the, the, the downside of this team. Really? I think Smith is an offensive coach, so he's able to get what he wants scoring wise. Can the defense be fixed? And I would even say last year, they took a giant step forward, even though it still wasn't great. Cause they, they went out and got uh Trent Bray now at DC. They fired uh who has been there before. I forget the gentleman's name. Tim uh, Tibisar. Yeah. Tibisar. Yeah. Uh, so Trent Bray's coming into the defense. That was the 60th best scoring defense in the nation. 52nd best rush defense. Top half of the nation. Yeah. 92nd good. pass defense. And mm. I think that's where it's got to get a better charting at the 73rd best defense in the country average, but get this nine starters back Patty C mm-hmm. on defense. All of a sudden it, this team is interesting. Yeah. Including, uh, you know, two of three on the defensive line led by Simon Sandberg. What a great name. That is a good name. Um, three of four and the linebackers are back led by Riley sharp their entire secondaries back. So you would think the pass defense just has to be better just by having that bet. You know, yeah. your whole, your whole unit back res John. Uh, how do you say that? Reg Zon, Reg Zon, yeah. right. And Jaden Grant, both I like secondary. the safety Alton Julian too. So got some ballers yeah. in the secondary there. Kicker and punter are back. You got continuity there. What do you make of the team? If the defense just improves a little bit, I think the offense is there. I think it's there and ready. Uh, I agree, but we already sneak peeked uh, the uh, schedule at the beginning of the episode and or before the episode, and it is not easy. They had a seven and five regular season last year. All right, seven and five. Let's so let's talk can about what happened last year. He get that going last year. They uh, what? They lost. They beat USC for the first time in Los Angeles in a long time. They beat Washington. Those are, I mean, be, the fact they beat USC, Washington, and Utah. Yeah, and dumb. Arizona State. I mean, those are four, and, and Stanford. Those, those wow, have been I like, didn't realize they yeah. had beaten Utah. Yeah, buddy, by eight. Uh, their losses, you know, a crazy game in Colorado. That was Utah's worst loss of the year. No, BYU was, but close. Uh, they lost to Purdue in the season opener. They were starting the wrong quarterback. They went with Neuer, the Colorado transfer. What a um, bizarre season! They beat Utah but lost to Colorado. Yeah. That, I think that's a back to back away, man. That's what it is. You Calvin, go to that Colorado. altitude. Yeah. Got him. Uh, so pretty, pretty wild season there, but I think it was a successful season, a step forward. I'm excited about it. We're going to talk transfer portal. We're going to talk recruiting rankings and uh, what Vegas expects out of Oregon state in, uh, in 2022 and what we expect here on the college football experience. So uh, stick around, but first I got to get us paid. Uh, I want to tell you folks out there that the Oregon State Beavers 2022 season preview episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W Y N N B E T. 
to claim your free bets today. We're also brought to you by IP Vanish. Yes, IP Vanish is the official VPN of SGPN, and they're offering 70% off if you go to IPVanish.com slash SGP. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by SGPN Discord. And yes, you need to check out our new Discord server because it's the perfect place to interact and sweat out bets with the entire SGPN crew. We got the season going right, right around the corner. We love to talk Beaver football, Beaver college basketball, um, uh, Seattle Seahawks, you name it, whatever's up. Even the MLS, our MLS podcast just dropped. So hop on in there. Sports, go to, just go to a sports gambling podcast.com slash discord. We're also brought to you by Dave. Yes. No, not your uncle. That's been weird. And your <laughs> mom says, stay away from him for a while. I'm talking Dave. Dave is the banking app that can help you uh, get up to $500 instantly with extra cash. Cause look, we've all been in a jam. All right. We've all been at some point in our lives where we've needed some money. Maybe, you know, maybe, you know, uh, you went out with the guys, you went out with the gals, whatever, and you spent more money than you thought you got, you got cherry bombed. And all of a sudden, you know, you, you, you spent way more than you thought you come home cherry bombed. <laughs> I just, I don't know. Okay. Got is that a, why is that a different term to that? It's just, no, mean, no, no, no. I just, I have no idea what we're okay. talking about. It just means like you got, went out and got bombed. You got shit right? face. So cherry bomb. Yeah, I'm thinking that, of like 1980s, like what the Goonies, <laughs> he gets cherry bombed and he like shoots he? up into the ceiling and is he goes, a cherry Dad. okay. Yeah. Uh, my point is that you got drunk. Maybe you spent more than you thought and rents due or something. I don't know that maybe, maybe you went to Vegas with, with, with your better half. And you spent way the fuck more than you thought. And all of a sudden you're in a jam and you either got to call mom or dad or, or, or your brother. That's always embarrassing. That's why Dave is here. Don't call them call Dave. Dave is the guy you need. All right. Cause Dave is the banking app to help that will help you get $500 instantly and get this. There's no interest. There's no credit check needed. Uh, so download the Dave app from the app store right now. That's D A V E. Uh, sign up for extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly for terms and conditions. Go to dave.com slash legal instant transfer fees, apply banking provided by evolve member of the FDIC, your future. You will thank you. So get the Dave app now. All right. We are back talking, talking beaver football. Start that chainsaw up. Oh yeah. Patty C. I'm curious what you think of Jonathan Smith. I know Miami reti- uh, retired the uh, the turnover chain. Is Oregon State going to retire the turnover chain? Hopefully not. Yeah, that's pretty legendary. Uh, the transfer portal. They got Jameis Griffin, the running back from Georgia Tech, who I think will be efficient in the offense. Yeah, add some depth. That was it. That's it. That was it. Now they uh-huh. did lose. So, so I mean, we're grading the transfer portal. It's 2022. We do this with all the teams. Go listen to all of our other 131 previews. But they lost cornerback Fred Martin to the portal. They lost running back Demir Collins to Idaho State, the Bengals. They lost linebacker Junior Walling to the portal. They lost wide receiver Zariah Beeson to Washington State. Ouch. What's with these people going to their rivals? Uh, Offensive lineman Cooper Darling to the portal. Wide receiver Champ Flemings to the portal. Quarterback Sam Vidlak, who is. One of the many quarterbacks that got some burn over the past couple years. He went to Boise State, who they play in the opener. Defensive lineman Kelson Hennessy is in the portal. Cornerback JoJo Forrest went to Hawaii. Running back Taryn Madsen is in the portal. So I'm going to go ahead and say they flat out lost the portal. 
Yeah. But I kind of like the continuity. If he's like saying, fuck that, I'm not going out there and get yeah, who are guys. some of the other coaches that are anti portal. I mean, I, we know Dab- Kirk Ferentz is one Kirk Ferentz, Dabo Swinney. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, good company. If, uh, I think there's a couple others too. Yeah. I know we've gone through a few that we're like, whoa, they don't do anything. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that is good company. Uh, building culture, you know, building continuity can't hurt trust. Oh, Matt Campbell's one of them. Matt Campbell, yeah. you know who else uh, is all about continuity? Is uh, Dave Clawson? He's like, the, oh yeah, he doesn't do much in the portal at all. So yeah. he wants he wants his team to be playing together and get old together, and that's how he wins. Talk to me about recruiting rankings. You know, most of these teams are really uh, consistent with their recruiting. Oregon State, not so much. They're pretty much all over the place from year to year. Nationally, over the last five cycles, seventy. 42, 50, 87 and 71. So within a two year period, they went from 42 to 87 Uh, within the conference. Pretty darn low. That's 12, 10, nine, 12, six. There's the weirdest part about this. And this is where 24 seven is probably throwing us from monkey wrench. And we've seen a couple people, including yourself repeatedly talk about how 24 seven kind of needs to get their shit together. Um, But in 2020, they were 50th nationally and ninth within the conference, which says, Hey, there's a bunch of good teams recruiting in the Pac-12. This year, 2022, 71th nationally, six in the conference. So mm. that's almost like they're what, yeah. like the American now. The Pac-12 really struggling if that's true. Uh, four-year composites hovering in the mid-50s for the most part. So and what? at the bottom of the uh, conference and the talent. talent Look, level. my problem with 24/7 Sports, they've got caught numerous times with this. Is just recently they got caught with this. If a player's recruited to a certain school, they'll they'll bump them up to a five or a four, or with Miami just landing one, yeah. automatically went from a five to a four. It yeah. just it reeks a little bit. It reeks it a little reeks bit of a lot. You know, of like uh, as soon as it like they're probably thinking, oh, this guy's going to commit to an SEC school. He's a five star, and then as soon as he commits to the ACC school, they're like, yeah, four, four star. star. And they, they, and once again, a classic example in college football, as much as we love it, it is incredibly flawed in certain areas. Well, CBS owns 24 yeah. seven. So that makes perfect CBS sense because they have SEC a contract with the SEC. Yeah. So um, it, it's, it's, I'm no conspiracy theorist. Well, sort of am actually, there especially too, after moments like that. Yeah. Too many things tied, <laughs> tied to like the money, like oh, the college sport should be has, like, yeah, a ton of, uh, to a ton of Dude, the fact corruption. that ESPN yeah. like picks who goes to the playoffs. Yeah. That's just stupid. And yet they have a clear contract with certain conferences. Yeah. So it's some with way more One money. One of the involved. most like yeah. overlooked, ridiculous, like conflict of interest. It's, it's a lot like, look, we love college football as much as anyone, but there is certainly the Don King element yeah. to, to, to the sport. Yeah. Um, well, Patty C Vegas. If you see this graphic here, shout out to the SGP and graphics team. Remember subscribe to the college football experience and also subscribe to the college basketball experience. Wayne Tinkle had a tough year last year with Oregon state, but the year prior they went to the elite eight. Maybe Wayne Tinkle can get him back there. We'll have you covered and also subscribe to the college baseball experience. Oregon state keeps a good baseball program. Um, Patty C. So right here, the graphic says five and a half. This was made like a week ago. It has changed. In fact, it has changed and I'm seeing it kind of everywhere right now. I see currently six and a half. So it went up one whole win. It didn't go up a half a win currently right now, six and a half. The Beavers getting some yeah, love. The under is at minus one thirty-five. The over is at plus one fifteen. So Vegas l- saying leaning to a six and six season, Patty C we talked about this and I would argue this, even though they don't, they only have nine power fives, which, you know, like 
I know Colorado and West Virginia, I think are the only two schools that have 11 power fives this year. Yeah. Right. This is essentially equivalent to 11 power fives. I would say so because this is a brutal schedule and I would put this up there as one of the hardest because there is no true gimme. It's, I mean, even though they have an FCS, that team played in that we'll, we'll get, let's yeah. get to it. Let's get to it. So week one, Saturday, September 3rd, this fucking game is awesome. Yeah. Boise state heading to Reeser stadium to take on the Oregon state beavers. This game is fantastic. It's just, I'm very excited to, to watch this game. I lean Oregon state. Actually, I really do Boise switch into the air raid. I lean mm, Oregon state, right? What are you doing here? Gosh, I think you're right. Yeah. I'm going Oregon state. Now week two, they head to Fresno state. Crazy. Yeah. Not a, but okay. It's one thing to play Fresno, but then to go to bulldog stadium in the Valley, yeah. in the hot ass Valley of California, Who you think yeah. are the uh, clear cut uh, mountain mm. West favorites. Well, the associated press had Boise state one Fresno two. So you're playing the top you're playing two the top two teams in the mountain West. Those are both power five quality programs. Yes. Uh, Jake Hayner. You can make a case is like a top five to 10 quarterback in America. Well, didn't he lead the nation in <laughs> yes, passing last yes, year? Yeah. Yes. Uh, so heading to, I'm going to say they lose this one. Uh, I, don't, yeah, I, I doubt they get both one and one out of that. Yeah, one and one out of the first two. And then their last out of conference game, they are hosting. This is a neutral site game. This is played in Portland. This isn't even at their home stadium, Petty C. <laughs> they are playing at Providence Park. The Montana State Bobcats, well, who went to the FCS championship. Let's it's call not, it. It's, yeah, it's not a neutral site game because it's in Portland. Yeah. But still, it's still not in Corvallis. So you got to wonder. Yeah, that advantage of playing in Corvallis is lost, which is a big part of what Oregon State has. To, uh, to give you an idea, Montana State had, uh, they went to the FCS championship, they had multiple players drafted in the NFL draft. They lost to North Dakota State, but Texas had zero players drafted. Montana State had two. Yeah, Monta- to give you an idea. Montana State only lost to Wyoming by three on the road last year. Um, they, they 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 knocked off Eastern Washington. They beat in, South yeah. Dakota State. They beat Sam Houston, who was what the reigning national yeah champion. reigning national champion. They beat the UT Martin Skyhawks, who was in the FCS playoffs too. Montana. Oh no, they lost to Montana. They beat Weber State. You know, this is a good, good team. Program. This is a good team. Uh, and I, this is a look ahead spot because they have USC on deck. And I, that USC game all of a sudden just became a gigantic game because of the implications. If Oregon State ends up in the Mountain West, which we were rooting against, even though we love the Mountain West, even though it'd be awesome. Yes. But, but we just think, you know, we want to see a power them, five program. They we don't want to see people lose jobs and stuff like that. And, and the, the, what UCLA and USC is putting up against, you know, these others, especially what Washington state and Oregon state is, it seems like that those two might be the ones that are asked out, which yeah. is tragic. It's absolutely it tragic. tragic. If you're a college football now, beyond that, yeah. I'd like the PAC 12 flavor as, you know, as on a whole, Yeah, you know, and I think uh, Oregon state's an important part of that flavor. You know, I agree. I agree. So it, it's a look ahead spot, Patty. See, I'm going to say they get it done against Montana state, but tread lightly because I could totally see with that USC game looming them completely. Yeah. You better be looking very over this game. Very careful with, they Montana could completely State. look over this game and get bit. Yeah. I'm going to say two and one, you Washington got Montana la- or Montana, Montana got Washington, Washington last, last year. year. Yeah, so it's possible. Um, I'm going to say they get it two and one. Okay. Now this is the one Saturday, 
September 24th, USC comes to town. Patty C. I can't wait to watch this game because you know this place is going to be bananas with the right. new with the new scenario that this might be the last time they ever play USC in Corvallis. Yeah, I'm taking Oregon State. Well, th- this was the site and the matchup and one of the most shocking uh, upsets I've ever seen. What was it, 2008? Yeah. Gosh, I thought you know USC in my opinion was still the best team in college football that year. I know Florida and Oklahoma played in the national championship. I think USC would have beaten either of them. Oregon State ruined their season that year. I'm starting to think I agree with you. I think it's a little Dude, too early in the schedule. This place is going to be bananas. It's going to be a hornet's nest. They haven't announced the time yet. It is on a Saturday night, but especially if it's a nighttime game, Pac-12 oh, after yes, dark. Yes. Please. Give me a I'm going to go with you. I don't know if I am. I Dude, am for now. I'm going to go Oregon State. Here's the thing. USC's defense is not there yet. I'm telling you. What is the recent Oregon State beat them last year in LA? Let me see. Prior to that, I guess that's the only uh, game that really matters. Uh, Lincoln Riley obviously bring a shit ton of talent. But can in. you imagine the shit talk? Jonathan Smith's gonna if yeah. they if they imagine USC jumps yeah, down the road, homies. Like there's a decent chance USC doesn't play Oregon State next year. Yeah. So then the your last two matchups we're gonna say hey we beat them both yeah. both we times. You your this house, place is gonna be bananas. This is must this is a must watch game for me. I agree. I love it. I got them three and one in September. But they could easily be one and three, so tread lightly. Man, <laughs> I feel like they're going to be two and two. Uh, I'll go three and one though. Three okay. and one. Then they head to Rice Eccles. They beat Utah last year. Kyle Whittingham will not forget that. This game will be at altitude. Yeah, they will get their ass kicked. Three and two. I think they. I think they'll actually get beat down pretty bad in this game. What's the recent history in this one? Well, though? they just beat them in Corvallis last year. Yeah, um, uh, Oregon State beat Utah. So. Let me let me peep that mm. twelve to eleven all time in Oregon State's uh, favor um, since joining the Pac-12 in two thousand seven. It's been a relatively what seven uh, for uh, Utah, four for um, four for Oregon State. So mm. I guess yeah, I, I would favor Utah again. Well, then they have the back-to-back away and they go to Palo Alto on the farm. Now before last year, Patty C it had been uh 10 straight years of Stanford winning, mm. but by a lot of check out these games, this is crazy. Uh, 20. So last year was the first year. Jonathan Smith's wax Stanford 30, 35, 14 the year prior, 27, 24, the year before that 31, 28. Uh, then they got their ass whooped in 18, but in 17, 15, 14. Jeez. I mean, these games are fucking close. Yeah. 27, 23. Um, I am going to take Oregon state to beat Stanford. The second level, I think Oregon state's the more physical team. I think they're the better team too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, gosh, second end of a back-to-back road after USC and Utah, uh, the prior previous two weeks, you know, I got them three and three at this point in the schedule, just looking at how tough that is. Um, so I'm going to give them the loss there. I got him what uh, four and two, four and two. They're home to Washington State. This game should be a bundle of fun. It's kind of a toss-up game, but because it's, it's in Corvallis, I'm gonna go Oregon State. I agree with you there. Five and two. Then they're home to Colorado. They lost in Boulder last year. Colorado won't have the offense. Yeah. So I got them six and two right there. I got them five and three. Now they get a bye week. It's like the schedule actually lines up kind of nice right here with the bye week right before one of their toughest games Friday night, ESPN two at Washington, Washington also coming off a bye though. I, I think Washington gets them. 
four and eight Washington. They beat Washington last year though. What was the count in that game? That was, was 27, 24 in Corvallis. Uh, yeah, I'll give this one to Washington too. I'll go. So that has me at six and three, but once again, disregard that number. Cause it's at six and a half. I need one more win. They are home to Cal. This is a trick that this back end of the schedule is brutal. Actually. This is a very tough, this is this based on what, how you've hyped these teams to me. Cal and Oregon State seems like a really interesting slugfest of a game. Both run the rock now. They're not known as your, you know, back when Tedford was at Cal and and uh, and Riley was at Oregon State. They Flinging were kind the of ball. finesse teams. Yeah. Um, you know what's fun about this is like Big Ten football as a slugfest in the mud is like you know what you're getting. It's it's fun and if you if you appreciate that style of football, but a lot of people don't. Pac-12 football still has the sexiness of the coasts, yeah. but you're getting that slugfest like matchup. It kind of makes it cool. I'm gonna call for Oregon State to get this dub. Oh, I am too. Both Peterson assistants coaching in this game. You uh, got them seven and three. I got them six and so four. So I'm on the over. They're at Arizona State. This is so interesting to me because this is a a fringe crazy game. If Herm Edwards is out by then, I think Oregon State wins. If Herm Edwards is there. I think Arizona State wins. Yeah, uh, he's gonna uh, right now. He's there. I got Arizona State winning this one. I do too. Then they're home to the Oregon Ducks. The Civil War, Friday, November twenty fifth, and yes, it should still be called the Civil War, and it is called the Civil War here on the College Football Experience. Uh, upset special. Jonathan Smith gets it done. That puts you at what eight and four for the eight year. And four. They're in contention. They're sleepers. They're sleepers. Seven or eight wins, I think. Maybe even nine, maybe even nine, if they can get past a couple of these these roadblocks. You know, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't drinking your cool. They were seven and five last year. That's true. But Regular season. The 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 non conference slate consisted of Hawaii, Idaho, and Purdue. Whereas this at year, Purdue, though, at yeah. Purdue, which was the loss. This year, the non conference slate is harder. Although, if they still manage to get two and one, then that's the same that they did last year. I think it's a little tougher this year. I think they're going to go six and six. I'm taking the under. If it's Patty C's on the under, I'm on the over. I feel I actually think there's decent value, and actually let me pull that up while we're while we're here right now to appear. See that Pac-12 is done with the divisions essentially. So if they yes, you're they're still playing the uh, the Pac-12 North schedule, but uh, George Klavikov, the Pac-12 commissioner, installed the. Uh, the top two teams essentially. Yeah. So well, uh, you've got, I mean, Utah, we assume is the shoe in right out of the pack. 12 potentially. I potentially. still think when the targets on them, they haven't proved to be uh, you know, necessarily the, uh, the, the, the team to beat essentially, Absolutely. you know what I mean? Like but the favorite, but what, well, all that to say, I do think they're incredibly talented and, and they could totally get there. So they'll definitely be in uh, uh, competition for it, but USC and Oregon who are like the media, Darlings, you haven't beating both of them in Corvallis. Unfortunately, you're not going to be able to bet on who to win the Pac-12 North because there is no. Yeah. So that is not out there. So you would have to go for them to win the game at plus twenty five hundred. It depends who they get. Like, okay, if they get Utah, I don't like my chances. But if they got UCLA, I actually think they could. Or even USC. I think they that USC is not going to be there defensively in year one. I think it might take a year or two. But it's not bad because I'll put it like this: Arizona State 
I w- I trust Oregon State more than I do Arizona State, and Arizona State is the same odds. Yeah, I actually think Oregon State's on the same level as UCLA. Yeah, and I think both them could be sleepers in the conference. The favorite is actually right now in Vegas, USC to win it, with with uh, Utah being second, Oregon being third. Vegas is yeah. just milking the public for that big <laughs> name. Uh, I'm on the over. I watch out. This is a sneaky good team, but that that schedule. I, what your easiest game is either Montana State or Colorado. They lost to Colorado last year. So, and Colorado had their starting quarterback towards ACL the week before the season started. So I think this is a really hard schedule. If things break right for them though, I mean, within the, I think the non-conference is really what makes it so hard within the conference home against USC home Home against against Oregon and home against Cal. Like you can even afford the loss at Utah essentially. And they might get Arizona state without a coach. Yeah. And Washington, if they're not better, I mean, with devours, this is first year there year one. Yeah. There's a decent chance. If Oregon state, all this, all these players coming back and all this production coming back, if it takes another step forward, then yeah, you're right. They could have a really good year. You took the under. I look, I, part of me thinks they're going to, you know what? Fuck it. We're going seven and five. We're there we the go. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Nice beaver. There <laughs> we go. Folks subscribe to the college football experience. Uh, subscribe on YouTube. Hopefully you can watch this thing. Uh, you know, throw it on. And th- th- what are you doing at the house? Mowing the lawn on a Saturday, throw on the college football experience on the TV. Also subscribe wherever you listen to podcast at uh, also check out uh, the college basketball experience. Like I said, Wayne Tinkle elite eight, just two years ago, last year, they were terrible, tough breaks and a lot of close games. They had some transfers. I know Jared Lucas is now at Nevada. Uh, Let's it, it, it trust the process, trust the process. Let's see if he gets it done. And obviously subscribe to the college baseball experience with me and Noah Beanick. Cause the Beavers keep a good baseball team. Check out the sports gambling podcast as well as they're doing NFL teams. So they are uh, breaking down all 32 NFL teams. Check out them. They got the Seattle Seahawks probably coming up soon. Check out that just had uh, Pat McAfee, Mike Leach, Phil Steele on the show. So check out, uh, check out us. Um, what else do we got going? I want you guys to go over to iTunes and give us a five-star review. And if you do that, say something nice about us, take a screenshot and then find me on Twitter at the Colby D. Give me a follow. Also the college football experience at TCE on SGPN. Show us that screenshot. We'll send you a college football experience t-shirt. We're just going to send you a, a basic t-shirt, but by the way, our new store, the SGPN store, go to sports Click on the merch because we got some great new looks for uh, shirts, apparel, all the, there's even a fucking jigsaw puzzle on there. It's sexy right? and they're yeah. comfortable and soft. You got to check it out guys, girls. It's fantastic. Check it out. We, we would really appreciate you. Check out all of our other podcasts, MLS fan base up there, man. MLS gambling podcast just dropped. Check out that. Yeah, and then, North Western yeah. Uh, soccer is kind of uh, surprisingly popular. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also subscribe to the soccer gambling podcast because we do have the World Cup right around the corner happening in November. Um, so those two will have you covered. Also, the NBA gambling podcast. I love Portland Trailblazer fans. They're probably one of my favorite franchises because they yeah. actually they actually come out. Even Hard though, luck franchise, but well, uh, the NBA. David Stern did oh, some. Yeah. They've been dealt. They, the, they've been robbed a few times. The Sacramento yes, hand a yes. number of times. Um, also, uh, you know, check out uh, what else? What else can I? Uh, CFL gambling podcast, huh? BC Lions. Maybe you're going up to Canada to catch a BC Lions game. Check out that the season's going. MLB gambling podcast happening right now. Maybe you're a Seattle Mariners fan. 
Uh, check out all that good stuff. Hey, when the USA, did you already mention USFL? USFL, well, XFL, no, XFL, XFL going XFL, Seattle, yeah, right? June Jones, our boy, uh, who actually uh, was an Oregon Duck at one point. So maybe the Oregon State fans don't want to hear about that. Uh, <laughs> folks, subscribe to the get the SGPN app. Check out the Discord channel. Come and hop in, talk with us. It's always fun. But uh, I'm on the over, and I convinced Patty C to hop on the over. This is the college football experience, Oregon State Beaver style. You better start thinking about yours, and we out of here. So-